two from a particular point of view. Hi, I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we dig through the garbage and look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics? Why? Should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Entertainment? What we've got here is from a particular point of view. Hello everyone. Welcome to From a Particular point of view. I am Dale. Uh, thank you for tuning in, or whatever you want to call it, because I know on radio it's you tune in, but link, log in, whatever, you get the idea. <laughs> um, if you would like to uh, email, contact, whatever, you know, watercoolercomments at gmail.com and watercoolercomments at hotmail.com for questions, comments, criticisms, which they're out there. I know I had a bunch of them when I was writing opinion columns for my college paper. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, my the last my last episode, my podcast got deleted again from YouTube. That's my second one. I don't know what happens after third or fourth. I don't know. I'm going to assume that after so many, they just permanently ban you from YouTube. I mean, you can watch stuff, of course, but you can't post stuff. So, I, I want to be careful, but I don't want to be to the point where I'm having to censor myself to p- appease the liberal masters on YouTube, morons. If you possibly can, please go to Rumble. Because YouTube sucks. It, Yeah, I mean, while you're there, you can at least... If, if, at least give me, you know, a like or thumbs up, whatever, on YouTube, if it, if they approve anything from the future. Because I'm sure there's some idiot in YouTube looking at my stuff going, yeah, I don't know, he offends me. Or, you get the idea. Anyway, so, yeah, please go to Rumble. Um, I'm also on Spotify, so that'd, that'd be kind of cool, too. But, again, email. And, uh... Yeah, questions, comments, concerns, ideas. You get the idea. Something's rattling your head in there, and you got to yeah, think of something. Anyway, um, so as per what I've been doing the last few times is, is a couple quotes from someone um, that he's an actor, and I he appears to be a really smart guy, and I enjoy his movies, uh, both to being a good guy and a bad guy. 
um, Denzel Washington. Now, I don't know if he actually wrote these quotes or if he just got them from someone else. Um, but he has said, anything you practice, you get good at, including BS, which is very true, of course. And, of course, the, uh, the classic, if you don't read newspapers, you're not informed. If you do read newspapers, you're misinformed. So, <laughs> with that, um, let's go on as per normal to the news of the week that I can recall because I was kind of busy at work this week, so I didn't really have a lot of time to hear uh, news sources either on the radio or podcast or whatever and jot them the notes on my phone. So I, I tried to remember things, but my memory, I mean, it's okay. I'm not like Joe Biden, so... <laughs> uh, anyway, you get the idea. Um, the, what What is a carryover from... There's a couple things on here on my list that's a carryover from last week. Some things that, um, well, they're all carryover. I mean, from the week before. That I just didn't put it down for whatever reason. Um, the rump... Trump. The Trump rape case, which... You know, every time he does something substantial big whatever there's some person well actually any time that a conservative does something he tries to either uh, get a job um, Supreme Court candidate whatever you get the idea the Democrats bring up some person from 30 years ago to say he did this to me or he did that to me and I want to persecute him and Anyway, this person, this lady, uh, apparently, what, 30, 25, 30 years ago, claimed that, that Trump raped her. Um, however, from I, what I understand is that it wasn't rape, it was almost consensual. And she was actually on CNN recently saying that, actually, I, I heard the, the audio piece to this. She was talking to, I think, Anderson Cooper, saying that rape is sexy, which is twisted disgusting and weird but that's what she was saying and she even because i was looking at the video piece there and even addison cooper i mean he's gay and he was even you could see him getting kind of you know and she's oh you're interesting to talk to you know she was i guess trying to hit on him flirt on him or i guess live on camera and you could just see him kind of squirming in his seat going uh okay uh <laughs> anyway Trump, it, it, I guess the the jury. Now this is a a New York jury, so it is about as biased as they come. So because of that, I expected the biased juries to fully go guilty, guilty, guilty. Because of course, people in New York hate Trump. Well, many do. Anyway, um, he was found not guilty of rape, which it didn't happen. So okay, but then he was found guilty of I guess harassment and something else, and. He was fined $5 million. To a man worth a few billion, $5 million is like pocket change. Here, write out a check. There you go. You know, whatever. I really can't do a good Trump impression. I'd like to. They should practice up on it anyway. But what got me about that is they asked the news media, CNN, who I think CNN was asking about, she says it was the happiest day of her life. And what blew my mind right off the bat was, Nobody believes her. They didn't believe she was real. Rape is a terrible thing to happen to a woman. It is awful. It's just 
terrible. And you think that if she really was raped, she'd be upset because nobody believed her. That's what she'd be upset about. But as I understand it, in the interview with Anderson Cooper, she didn't mention that at all. She was just happy because she's getting $5 million. I mean, I'd probably want to do the same thing if I was getting $5 million. I mean, my morals wouldn't allow it, but still, I mean... <laughs> then she was proud because I brought down Trump. It's like, no, you really didn't. Anyway. Uh, what a loser. Um, I <laughs> There's a little news blip about this earlier in the week. Biden poll numbers are plummeting. Um, he is now... It's been known for years, for many years no matter if it's a Democrat president or a Republican president, that Congress has like a 23 to 27 percentage approval rate, something like that. Biden's number is right, is right now down to 39%-ish. I mean, <laughs> every time he opens his mouth and... Perry legs. Corncrop was a bad dude. Or no matter what. Every time he opens his mouth and mumbles something stupid, which is just about every time, his, his numbers drop. And what, what just blows my mind is, I was listening to some guy that was on a podcast or something, they are talking about some idiot who, who said that, that even if Biden brought the world to a fiery nuclear war death end, he would vote for Biden before Trump. I mean, it's, of course it's ridiculous, he's going to extremes, but still, there are people like that. I found it, mind-blowing but uh and the funny thing is is many democrats don't like him either many democrats as i understand want biden not to run they wanted to bring somebody else but the funny thing is 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 that they the democrats as i understand it want somebody else to run they have their eye i think on kennedy was it oh i forget the, the guy's first name one of the kennedys don't recall right now what his first name is However, the news media isn't th liking that because news media, especially with Democrats, because the news media is the state-run media. They're, they're, the media is not independent. Even Fox News has failed. Fox News, I now, I now group Fox News with CNN, MSNBC, ABC, you get the idea. And uh, pretty much you don't hear anything at all from Kennedy because the news media likes Biden, even though Biden is... A failure in every sense of the word in every sense so yeah biden is is he's his poll numbers are they're, they're better than cnn poll numbers but not by much uh anyway i know all this week they talked about title 41 and if you're not familiar with it as i understand it Title 41 was what Trump put into place when it had to do with the um, with the uh, COVID-19 restrictions at the border, which means that uh, I guess you had to you just couldn't just walk in, you know you actually had to have proof I think of some shots or mask or whatever or something like that. Um, so they just didn't let anybody in. Well, federally that 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 was lifted, and and I've seen videos of people pouring through the border. I've seen, I think it was on YouTube, no, on Twitter, I saw a video of, and this is what kind of scares me, um, is that it wasn't Hispanic people. I saw one video, the, 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 the part of the fence is slats, slats in the fence, and 
I think somebody had he, he, he had had bent or cut or something one of the slats, so there was just enough space for a man to fit through. And I probably saw twenty five or thirty Middle Eastern gentlemen finger quotes um, of of going through. And just before they went through the fence, they'd smiled and hold up, giving them both thumbs up, and they'd go through the fence. And these were fighting age men. They, there was no women, no children, and and then. Um, Secretary Andreo Maraikas, whatever his name is, I've actually heard him say several times, the border is closed, it has been closed, and it will remain closed. When I'm seeing videos of people pouring through the border, no, you moron, it is not. And I've actually heard rumor that there are some people in Congress who want to impeach this person for lying. Considering he goes up, he's you know goes up in front of the cameras and says, "Yes, it is closed. No one's getting through unless we want them through." To, and then there'll be a congressperson that says, "Dude, I was there yesterday. It is not closed. Or I was there last week. It is not closed." Well, according to our records, according to our people, it is closed. I don't know what you're talking about, but anyway, he's an idiot. Putting it nicely. <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> um. <laughs> This is quite. This made a heck of a splash. This next one, um, CNN uh, did a town hall with Trump. When I first heard about this, I thought to myself, "Wait, is this a typo? Did somebody just misspeak?" Because everybody knows what Trump thinks of CNN. CNN is fake news. We all know that. CNN is um, is <clears throat> excuse me. CNN is um, opinion pieces. Um, CNN is 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 left-leaning think tank, progressive think tank. They take what they think the news, they, they look at the news through the left eye of the, of the lens, so to speak, and then process it in their progressive way and then report it to their fans in a certain way, which 90% of the time, no, 99% of the time, it's just twisted, weird, fake. You get the idea. Anyway, so... <laughs> I <clears throat> I heard that <clears throat> excuse me that Trump was doing a a CNN town hall and my thought was he approved of this and they approved of this because as I understand it a lot of progressives both away you know in CNN and out of CNN said what are you doing no 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 we don't want this this beast this destroyer of democracy or this fake news or whatever you, you get the idea and and uh, there was thought that I've heard on a couple podcasts that he was that 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 CNN agreed to this because CNN's numbers, their poll numbers, I would say they're in the toilet, but some houses have toilets in the upper stories, so it, it's in the sewer. Their numbers are just terrible, and it was given some thought that that CNN agreed to this town hall with Trump to boost their rating numbers. Because I know I really wasn't going to watch it. I didn't. I did go on YouTube, though, and, and I guess there's a pod, I watched a couple podcasts that talked about it. Put it this way. I saw the greatest hits of that town hall, <laughs> and there were. Um, so it happened, and they used a female, and I don't remember her name. And as I understand it, um, they they're the, the thought process, I guess, of CNN using a female... Hence, it was right after the the uh, decision on his rape case. So the uh, idea, I guess, was for 
was for them to put a woman in front of Trump. And so if he did something mean, they could, oh, you're you're being mean to women again. You're just, you know, trying to poo-poo them for, for not liking women or something like that. That's what, what I understand it. Um, somebody in CNN really, really messed up. <laughs> I'm expecting some terminations coming from within CNN, considering they, uh, I don't remember where it was held at, but um, I, I expected CNN to bring on people because they wanted to do, I guess, all Republicans, and I don't know why, but they use Republicans and they use independents, which is okay. But I, th- I think they messed up. They probably, they, they didn't dig deep into their decision on who um, they're going to choose because they said Republicans and independents, but there's Republicans who worship Trump and there's Republicans who don't like him. You know, it falls in the never Trumper boat, you know. And an interesting thing is, I noticed it, and it was, uh, and when the, the video that I was, the podcast I was watching, they also noticed it, that when Trump was introduced and he walked into the room, it was a standing ovation. Not everyone, but many of them standing ovation. It's like, oh, this ought to be interesting. <laughs> um, and it was. Um, bless her heart. She, bless her heart. In the South, that means something a little different, but uh, as I understand it. Um, but everything that she tried to throw at Trump that was could be, ha, gotcha, he just took it in, changed it to, to weaponry, and threw it right back at her, and it, the whole thing blew up in her face. Um, there was questions that were asked, he answered, and one thing I loved about his answers was usually with politicians, especially with Democrat politicians, you get a town hall or anything else like that and sir ma'am i have a question what about blah 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 and usually when it comes especially with democrats and more like without any politician the very first thing they say which makes you go hmm is i'm glad you thank you for asking that question i thank you for that question and and they when you hear them thanking the person for the question and say i'm glad you asked that question it's like oh boy here it comes almost every time that works that way almost every time and then they go on this long word salad stretch of, of, of thought processes. And if they answer it, they answer it very half halfway or don't answer it all. They just go on a comment of what they think about the question or what it, how it may pertain to the topic. But they never give an answer. <laughs> There's one lady went up there. Maybe you heard it. Maybe you didn't. But she was saying, you know, with the price of gas... Um, oil price going up everything's going up and and what do you and with the economy what do you propose to do trump gave her three words he said drill baby drill and i thought oh priceless and in in my mind i pictured a guy i tripped i pictured trump in a baseball park up at bat and here comes a question to pitch and in my mind, I pictured Trump not only hitting the ball squarely, but like an impact, you know, in a wave of impact going through and blowing everybody's hair off and their and their hats off. And he nailed the question. He got an ovation for it. And it was crazy. It, and then the other part that that was awesome was, uh, of course, the part of January 6th came up. And the lady, the, the commentator said, well, 
how come you didn't answer? How come it took you three hours to tell these people, blah, 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 blah. And he brings out a piece of paper from his jacket. It's like, actually, he unfolded it. It was a copy, a, a copy of Twitter, a Twitter page, stating, you know, the day before, I said this and this and this and this. And the day of, I said this and this and this and this. And he gave the timestamp and everything else. And I'm watching her, him talking about this. It's like, wow, she's just like sitting there, spellbound. Just like, uh, uh. And the great thing about this, I understand CNN wanted this to be an hour and a half long Trump bash. That's that's what I perceived that they wanted to be. Come to find out, um, I think after about, what, an hour, five hour and ten minutes, CNN threw in the towel. They just, that's it, we're done. Cut it. Cut the feed. <laughs> that's what I heard what happened. So... Um, what, what, what they wanted to be as a bloodbath for Trump was just the opposite. Um, Trump made them look foolish. He came out strong. And usually when there is a town hall like this, um, you'll get both sides going, yeah, we did great. We did great. Yeah, we did great. We did great. Um, (laughs) the Democrats, progressives, liberals, whatever, their heads exploded. I have yet to hear... Um, anybody from the left, either podcast, radio, whatever that I listen to, streaming, whatever, that actually says, "Yeah, that that Trump, he didn't do very good." Now she took, she sure took care of him. Everybody is, you know, all the Trump fans are celebrating, and all the CNN fans, liberals, and and you get, you know, progressives and all that. They're just either hanging their heads in shame, as they should, or they're screaming out, "How could you? How could CNN do this? Uh, Trump's a..." Uh, destroying our democracy and you know it and how oh, it was about <laughs> anyway um one more thing here on my list of notes before we get into the main topic um this happened last week i believe and i when it happened it's like well not only did i kind of forget to put it in my phone but i thought okay maybe part of me was saying okay this may not be something and the other part of me was going keep an eye on this it may be something um Daniel Penny was in the subway, and there's another gentleman, and I forget his name. Um, I guess he was mental. Uh, he had a rap sheet mile long, and he was. <laughs> the news likes to point this out. He was a. Now I don't know what this has to do with anything at all, but they they like to brag that he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. Um, like that means anything? <laughs> I mean, Michael Jackson was a pedophile anyway. I mean. I liked his music when he was younger, but the older he got, the worse he got. Anyway, um, apparently this 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 gentleman, uh, the, the gentleman that that was acting up was black, which of course makes all the difference in the world to to the liberals. And Daniel Penny is a white gentleman, and he's a marine, former marine. Well, if you ask a marine, you never you never a former marine. In my opinion, if you were in the military at all. It never leaves you. You are always an airman. You are always uh, a naval personnel. You're always a marine. You're always a soldier. No matter, no matter. What, I know. I feel that myself. When I go out in this, you know, and everything, I don't just blindly walk around. I remember my military training as a soldier, and I remember I keep an eye on things. My neighborhood, the, the town I live in. Um, no matter what, my, you know, family, friends. Um, every time I go sit in a restaurant. I sit with my back to the wall and sit so I can see the entrance in most of the windows. That just that's just how I feel comfortable. Anyway, so this person um, 
was they're on a subway and he was acting very rationally threatening people just yelling screaming and just being in, in a very threatening manner and this daniel penny came up behind him and gave him a chokehold pretty much what the idea is you go up behind him and you put their their head right here and you push the top of their head so that their so that their head goes over the arm and and you like this and i was told this taught the same thing in the army and it is not meant it is not designed to be a a death touch or anything what it is designed to do was the the crook of the the crook of the arm it's supposed to cut off the circulation of blood into the neck the arteries right there it's supposed to cut that off so and without blood to the brain you pass out and that's exactly what he was trying to do was pass out something happened maybe he was on drugs uh fentanyl maybe i don't know maybe because again that unless you know unless something happened totally accidental because what is this was this planned was this meant to be no again i've learned the same move when i was in the military and that move is not meant to kill anybody it is meant to take your your opponent temporarily out of commission it is meant to you know make them pass out lose lose consciousness and that's what well technically that's what happened unfortunately the gentleman also passed away and which is sad and now of course all the race baiters are pouring out um so mr penny daniel penny has actually been charged with i think manslaughter two or one or so kind of manslaughter charge and you know that um i'll be race baiters the al sharptons the uh, the family uh, and the funny thing is that he was a homeless man uh, i and, and most homeless people as i understand it don't have a, some good connections with the family either they're they have no family at all or they're distant or whatever suddenly now the family's come out of the woodwork we we support him and i'm thinking to myself if you supported him if 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 you support him now why didn't you support this person when he was homeless hmm and this is a good reason in the drugs uh, mental issues who knows anyway so unfortunately this is going to be something i'll probably be reporting on again considering it uh, a marine trying to protect himself and those around him as marines do and then you have a, a gentleman like whatever his name is um I don't know what his name is right now. It's really not overly important. Anyway, so with that in mind, it's time to head over to our main topic of today. And that is the movie, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, oddly enough, I went to see the second, sh- the, 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 the uh, not opening day, but the next one. It was a Saturday. And, um, and after, I thought it was, it was okay. Let's see here. Let's click this out. Um, according to Bing, Microsoft, whatever they have. A, oh, IMD. I, I think it's IM. Anyway, uh, I'll bring a summary about this. Guardians of, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy th- Volume Three is a 2023 American superhero film. I don't get the superhero part of it, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could call it that. Based on Marvel Comics, I dig Marvel. Superhero team of the Guardians of the Galaxy is the first installment um, of Guardians of the Galaxy in its first installment in, in Guardians of the Galaxy film trilogy. Uh, anyway, um, directed by James Gunn and features Chris Pratt, Zoe, Zaldi, Dave. Uh, there's some of these names I really can't pronounce very well. Um, Dave Ballista, Karen Gillian, Palm Clem, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Will Portier, Sean Gunn. 
and others. The, the film, uh, The Guardians will embark on a mission to protect Rocket, and that's the sc- raccoon, um, uh, from a high evolutionary uh, genetic engineer who created him. Well, he created the, the person that Rocket is in the movie. Uh, and I guess you have to, and they, they, he starts to die and they find out in in the movie that now, again, it's, I'm, I'm kind of telling you about it a little bit. And if it's a, I don't really care that much if it's a, a plot chain or, you know, anyway, I forget the term for it now, but anyway, um, that he's dying and they can't give him, um, any kind of medical thing for his heart, like defibrillation or like that, because he's got some kind of thing in his heart that if he tries to, if they try to do anything at all, it'll, the little chip or whatever's in his heart will just, it'll cause us, it'll cause him to die. It'll just, boom, shut off and he'll die. Um, the whole movie was kind of cute, I guess. Um, one thing I do like about Guardians of the Galaxy is, is the relationship between all the characters. Um, it's like a dysfunctional family. It, it's awesome. They're always insulting each other. They're, um, they, they get along like your typical dysfunctional, broken-ish type of family. Um, they're always insulting each other and always arguing. It's really funny. I really dig it. Excuse me. <laughs> when they argue, um, when they're trying to get something done or when they're trying to fight somebody. They, they they argue about stuff, and they let they let their petty differences get in the way during crucial battles. Sometimes, which is entertaining, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was really kind of cute. The only thing about this one is, to me, Guardians of the Galaxy is known for its soundtrack because I really enjoyed the the first two the movies when it comes to the soundtracks. The next one, I think they tried to go more in the more of the '90s, I guess, or more into the you know the, the 2000s or something, but I just a lot of the songs I was listening to, it's like, what is this? Granted, I'm I'm a Gen Xer. I'm stuck in the '70s and '80s, a little bit in the '90s, but um, I, you know, a lot of the '60s I like. Of course, I was born in late '60s, late '60s. Anyway, so yeah, '60s, '70s, and '80s is just my kind of music. And in the first two Guardians of the Galaxy, they had some a really good soundtrack. That I thought really, you know, oh, this is great. This is a great soundtrack. This was his soundtrack wasn't quite as good. I was thinking. Um, I do enjoy the chemistry or lack thereof, <laughs> the relationships <laughs> um, in in this one here. Well, in all of them, I do. Um, I dig the raccoon. He's he's cool. Um, Groot is awesome. <laughs> it's it just amazing how. Uh, how a species can just say I am Groot and speak either one word or a whole phrase, which is awesome. And of course, seemingly just like Star Trek and Star Wars, like many people will actually hear, you know, him say I am Groot and then understand what he's saying. You know, of course, with Star Wars, it seems like everyone just knows everybody else's language. In Star Trek, there's always an international communicator or interpreter, or some kind of digital interpreter. So I, I think it's in the badge or something. I don't know, but, it, uh, you know. But there was a few people in the movie that's like, what did you say? And, of course, he has to repeat it. But um, the one thing I did think was interesting about this, that 
could be a piece of wokeness, maybe, um, is that they made, um, oh, what's his name? Um, it was a character, um, the, oh, the high evolutionary, that's right. Um, what he was doing was he was trying to find the perfect, he was trying to make a perfect world, a perfect utopia of beings, not necessarily human. So what he was doing was he was taking different animals, uh, species, reptiles, whatever, and he had a chamber that he would put them in, and in the and what would usually would take, according to revolution or revolution evolution, what usually would take thousands, if not millions, of years to go from a species, an organism, to some degree, to more advanced form of that creature would, you know, in his chamber would take a matter of moments. And so I think one time he put in a turtle in this chamber, and within moments it went from being a cute little turtle to this humanoid-ish looking thing that is a mixture of human and, and turtle, which is weird. And the funny thing, they weren't, uh, the, the, the heroes of the movie went to a planet that resembled Earth. I mean, look, just like Earth, when they're coming up to the planet, they're going, is that Earth? And they found out that even though it looked like Earth and had the exact same atmosphere and everything else as Earth, the beings on this planet, the funny thing is on the, <laughs> is that they were all humanoid, but they were all, they were all, um, <clears throat> they had been modified from an animal form of some kind. So that there were <clears throat> bears, monkeys, uh, you get the idea. All kind of people, all kind of beings from our animal kingdom that were, and, and this is the interesting thing is, according to the movie, every single animal on our planet will eventually evolve into a humanoid looking animal. So it's, it's like, okay, cute, okay, whatever. But they also, they one thing I didn't like about, about this is the, um, the high evolutionary um, was doing uh, experiments on animals, all different kind of animals, which they tugged on the PETA thing about even animals or people or, or whatever, you know. And yeah, it was kind of sad, you know, in and, and, and the very first part of the movie because it pretty much gave a, for some reason, um, this, this Guardians of the Galaxy... Um, it kind of went on more, seemed to go on the individual characters. Like, you give the backstory of of, of Rocket. You know, and how he got his name, and how he came about, and everything else. It's like, okay, so are they running out of ideas, or they just, or, or are they trying to put forth a, 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 a statement? Unwritten type of thing, or what's going on here? So, uh, yeah, it gave Rocket's backstory, um, it, it constantly was reminding us of uh, of of what's your face um, the the lead guy of uh, his <clears throat> his relationship with uh, what's your <clears throat> this I it's been a long time since I saw the second one Gamora I think her name is and he's trying to deal with her and and of course he finds her again but in the process something happens to her memory and she can't remember their relationship which of course bugs him so anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I, the funny thing is, is that 
Monday morning came about, I was listening to the radio, and they were mentioning about how, um, about how Guardians of the Galaxy, how they did so well. However, they didn't do as well, at least at the box office, as they were supposed to. And there was comments about, maybe we're getting tired of hero, super mo- hero group super, mo- super movies. Hero, superhero movies, like, of, of them in a group. Maybe we're just getting tired of, of the format of a group of people. I mean, superpowers or not, I mean, granted, um, I wouldn't quite call this a superhero movie because each person, uh, well, not everyone, but most of the people, beings in this, in their little family group, um, they're, they're not, mod- the only one I think is really modified is, well, there's Rocket and there's um, uh, the other girl on there who is like part robot or something. Android, whatever. I don't really remember her name. But everyone else is just, they have abilities, but that's just who their species is. Just like the big strong guy. Again, I don't remember his name. Um, uh, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> oh, his name is Drax, is the character. And he has really good, he's really strong. He's an incredible strength. And... That's what he, and that's just what his species is, you know. Um, Groot, he's a tree of some sort, so he has abilities too, but they're not enhanced in any way. Um, so I wouldn't quite call this superhero movie. I mean, there's a couple, there's enhancements, of course, on 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 Rocket, and um, there's enhancements on uh, Nebula. That's who it is. But um, other than that, it's like, you know, I, it, it, this movie was okay. I think I'd give it like um, three and a half-ish, maybe four. It wasn't, and I kind of had to agree that I am kind of getting tired of the group hero movies. Um, unless there's something special about it. You know, there's, between Marvel and DC, they are really pouring out with the, the group. The only thing about these guys that makes it, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy that makes them entertaining is they're dysfunctional. <laughs> they they argue a lot, they complain a lot, they insult each other. They're just like your typical family. And again, the the soundtrack on this one I didn't think was near as good, but what do I know? Yeah, sub type of thing. So anyway, um, so with that in mind, uh, yeah, if you uh, have seen it and disagree, uh, comments, questions, whatever. Watercooler comments at hotmail.com. Watercooler comments, comments at gmail.com. Um, again, I did. It was okay. I did enjoy the movie. I, I wouldn't call it a waste of money to see it. It was entertaining, but it could have been better. Besides that, and I think we are getting a little burned out on the group hero movies, no matter if it's from DC or Marvel or wherever else. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, go see it if you want. It was it was fun. It was cool, but it wasn't. It wasn't quite what we expect, and we—I mean—I get the idea from other people in the area, in the in the the community, universe, whatever, who likes Marvel, likes superhero movies. It's just maybe I'm getting burned out. Maybe I'm, maybe the message is getting terrible. I mean, or getting tired of it. And I don't mean like the animals in a cage experimental thing. I mean that was a little worrying on me, but it's like yeah, oh, whatever, you know. But of course, that's—I don't know. I it wasn't. I, I kind of dismissed that a little bit because 
Um, that is just what they pinned on, on Rocket's background. They didn't, and they made that a central part of the movie, but it wasn't the part of the whole, all three movies. So I don't know. I mean, it was like I like uh, a little bit, but I tried not to let that take too much of an idea precedence over how I thought about the whole movie. I tried. Anyway, thanks for watching uh, again. Uh, if I can keep on Facebook this time, or not Facebook, but uh, but YouTube. Um, this one I probably sure I think I have because I have I don't think I've said too many things that are offensive. But anyway, give me a, a like, thumbs up, whatever on on YouTube. Um, please go to Rumble. Um, that's where I'll be at too. Um, so I think on Apple, I think uh, Spotify. Uh, but yeah, email me again watercooler comments at hotmail.com, watercooler comments at gmail.com. So until next time, my friends, God bless. Um, take care. Uh, watch out for. Well, you know, it's <laughs> this has been from a particular point of view, and I am Dale. Until next time, have a great day. God bless and take care. See you. Bye. <laughs>